I'm Bridget Phetasy, and this is your Dumpster Fire for the month of February 2021. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. I'm back. I went away. It was very nice and exciting and tons of adventures, and it was awesome to free my mind from the Stockholm Syndrome I was getting from being in lockdown in California for over a year at this point. It's good. It's weird to, like, be free. I keep seeing people, and they'll be tweeting, and they say things like, now that with so many people locked down, I'm like, you know you can fly, right? You, you Like, the <laughs> planes are still going. It's just all social. Yeah. Social pressure. But not that many. It's a great time to travel if you want your own row on a long haul. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I have missed you, Dumpster Fire viewers. It's weird to be away and not be in touch with the news, but you can't escape the culture wars. They are everywhere in the world. I thought I would go to South Africa and escape the culture wars. Wrong. And just to give you an idea, I get into my Uber, and the first thing that my Uber driver says to me is, oh, America? I think I saw you at the Capitol. <laughs> Where are your horns? I was like, ha ha. I'm glad everybody's laughing. As hard as we were laughing over here. At ourselves. At ourselves. <laughs> we're going to do our best to cover a smattering of things that grabbed my attention on the road. Won't be comprehensive. We're just going to try and have some lighthearted fun. The dogs are wrestling. Welcome back, Bridget. Yeah, you can probably hear them growling. It's hope, mostly. <laughs> Olden Chief. Olden Chief. Biden opened overflow facilities for migrant kids. I swear to God. The narrative whiplash with both sides where everybody's just reverting to their their narrative that they were previously attacking is crazy. And it is wild how quickly, although I will say one side, the left, has the the media clearly on their side. And it has been interesting to watch them go from literally kids in cages. Put these children in cages. Thrown into cages. Who built the cages? To overflow facilities. This is not kids being kept in cages. This is a facility that was opened. What a sweet and adorable title that is for kids in cages. <laughs> That's basically what it is. No, now they're kids in shipping containers with bars. Slightly better, I guess. Maybe a little more roomy. Biden still has the same problem that every president has had, which is what do we do with unchaperoned children who are coming across the border, often by coyotes and people with bad intentions. And it's an extremely nuanced problem that we can't solve with tweets and by just dunking on the other side. Reality remains undefeated. Here's what I here's what we are constantly confronting. Yeah. And no matter what, these kids are still going to come across the border and we're still going to have to figure out what to do with them. And people who are like no more kids in cages and even people dunking on Biden for still having this overflow facilities like okay, well what's your solution? Right. Just like Let you and I have joked free. like <laughs> Let them run through the desert? I yeah. mean, I ask anyone with that take to tell me what their solution is to this problem. Mm -hmm. Put a GoPro on a child and <laughs> let him run off. <laughs> Just, 
<laughs> Let them all free. Yeah, and there's the danger of them being trafficked. And yeah. there's the danger like we, obviously we have to take care of and house and shelter the shelter these children, but it's funny, these problems are all so complex and they just can't it, it's social media and complex nuance not nuanced problems are just absolutely the worst combination mm-hmm. because You'll just use it to dunk. And people who are criticizing the left wing, like, I haven't seen this many nuanced articles about overflow facilities. And these are ostensibly liberals. But I'm like, isn't this a good thing that they're having these conversations? Okay, yeah, it's bad they didn't have them during Trump. But let's at least give them some credit that now we're having these conversations about what to do with them, Uh the kids Mm -hmm. in cages. Uh (laughs) And then we bombed Syria this week. Yes, we did. And I have no idea why. Not sure why. (laughs) You want to know why? Because I'm not a fucking Syria expert, and neither are you, (laughs) more than likely. I love how whenever anything happens, it's like, oh, God, here comes all the Syria, the Syrianese experts. The Syrianese. Sam Sam called them. (laughs) Sam, like, these are your people. <laughs> I weep with the Syrianese. <laughs> That's Sam. Uh, Sam is our Syrianese expert <laughs> to give you an idea of what level of education we're at here. Sammy flaps and folds. <laughs> Madam of sadpersiangirls.com and Syrianese expert. <laughs> Sam, give us the rundown on what happened in Syria this week. Our eager listeners are dying to know. We dropped some bombs. Biden dropped some bombs. Yes. And they went off. Bombs over Biden. Do we know what he bombed (laughs) or why? Bombs over Biden. That's all I have. (laughs) Bombs over Biden. Uh, uh. Uh, Rose Uh, McGowan, though, did not decide to light a candle like she did for the Iranian terrorists. What's the over-under on bombings before stimmy checks? Did I, anyone have that <laughs> bet going? On their bingo in the, card? <laughs> the, the, cool, the water cooler bet? <laughs> I love that Libs got more war before they got more free money. <laughs> it just seems like you, this is what you voted for. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, the, this again, complex nuance. I don't know if we should have bombed them or not. Uh, why? Because I'm not an expert. I know my place. <laughs> I know my lane. My lane is to make fun of everybody going, rah, rah, rah. I guess they're bombing Syria now. Although there have been some amazing memes. There was a great one that was going around today. And it was a drone. And it said, this drone believes every little bomb had like Black Lives Matter. Love is love. <laughs> no. Wow. It was pretty funny. You memesters. You guys. Pretty smart. Then we have Troll in Exile, Trump's second impeachment. Yeah, Mitch McConnell, of course, was like, this guy is a... He's practically and morally responsible, but he (laughs) voted not to impeach him. President Trump is practically and morally responsible for provoking the events of the day. If that doesn't sum up both sides of of the political wings of America right now, I don't know what what does, really. I hold them practically and morally responsible, and I'm absolutely still voting for that piece of shit. And I'm not going to make them face any consequences whatsoever. No. I'm deeply cynical about our, our, our two-party system. In case you hadn't noticed. And then we have, there was a golden statue of Trump at CPAC. CPAC, for those of you who don't know, is the cringe fest of conservatives. (laughs) It's like a furry convention with no costumes. (laughs) I don't know. It seems so tacky and cheesy. 
I, I'm sure it's great people watching and I guess there are some good panels, but I really feel like anything that takes place in a convention center is generally a little bit cringe. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone rolled up with a golden statue of Trump. I feel like somewhere in Catholic school I learned or read something about worshiping false idols. Are, isn't this the party of Jesus and Christianity and not worshiping false isn't, idols? Isn't that number one? Isn't that the first rule? Is of it? The, yeah, it's like, thou shalt not have any other god but me. Oh, right. That's the only, that's the first rule. <laughs> commandment. That's, oh, commandment. Yeah, it's, it's number one. <laughs> the 10 rules. The 10 rules. <laughs> I got kicked out of my, like, whatever it was, Bible study, or I got kicked out of it. Whatever for it was. What? For not wearing underwear? No. <laughs> Although I did get in trouble for doing a cartwheel in second grade. And with no underwear. <laughs> I flashed my underwear. <laughs> they were lucky I was wearing them. And I got kicked out for asking too many questions and I was riling up the students. <laughs> of course. That sounds about right. I was like, but actually, I was actually the teacher. Uh-huh. I was like, actually, back here, they said this and now they're saying this, and this seems like a conflict. You can't expect a child to be learning critical thinking and reading the Bible at the same time and not have a few questions. I was inciting a riot <laughs> in my Catholic school class. She's been doing it since the second grade. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm pretty sure this is the literal definition of worshiping false idols. And even better than that, there's a really funny story behind this little false idol and that it was made in Mexico, <laughs> which I love, by a youth pastor who just really isn't that political, but voted for Trump because he didn't like Hillary and then made this Trump idol and wanted to get into CPAC and just rolled it in. Didn't have tickets. No one stopped him. He said he was wearing a black and white Hawaiian shirt and just rolled on up with it. And they just were like, welcome. You'd have like somebody on Twitter said you could have an a bomb in there <laughs> and they'd be like taking selfies with it as long as it was a an, an image of Trump. Okay. I thought that it was just like something they took from the Atlantic City Casino that they just demolished. I figure like those things were just lying around yeah. all over the place. Golden statues of Trump. I'm sure they decorated every room. It's like you're taking a shit and there's just a Trump statue staring, staring at, at you. Shit on the gold toilets. If Trump doesn't jump out of that motherfucking thing at the end of CPAC, I am going to be extremely disappointed. He's like, surprise! <laughs> then we have Parade of Morons. <sighs> So many morons in our leadership. So little time to mock them all. We have the worst leadership in this country. Leadership. I would put that in quotes because none of these people are leaders. And we'll start with Andrew Cuomo, who should absolutely win an Emmy for best performance of a qualified governor. <laughs> The media is finally paying attention to Andrew Cuomo's misdeeds regarding nursing home deaths, and it doesn't look good for him. He's also undergoing scrutiny for his claims of sexual harassment. Yeah, the guy killed a bunch of olds, and he's a sex offender, <laughs> just like Trump. <laughs> Maybe he'll be elected president. <laughs> no, he probably no. will be. 
He probably will be Maggie. Uh-huh. Mark this. It's a sad this, thing. What, if you're watching this, mark this time, time stamp this. <laughs> and remember that we said Andrew Cuomo has the qualifications needed to be president in this country, which is an old white sex offender. <laughs> I'm glad the media is finally catching up and perhaps CNN made the decision to finally say, oh, maybe it's a conflict of interest for Chris Cuomo to be covering his brother. Nobody thought to to nobody and, thought about this until now. Like, <laughs> I'm not a genius, but that seemed pretty obvious, particularly when Chris Cuomo and Andrew Cuomo did that stupid giant Q-tip bit applauding Andrew for his absolutely perfect handling of the plague in early plague times. It wasn't even like a quarter of the way through the plague. This was the actual swab that was being used. It was ridiculous. If you pay attention to the right-wing media, you knew this for like, I don't know, over a year. And suddenly people are like, what, what, what? What, what, what? Andrew Cuomo has been lying about these things? Yeah. He wrote a book. Yeah. He won an Emmy. (laughs) He was a beacon of inspiration. The plague isn't even over yet. (laughs) I hate everything. All right. And then we have Ted Cruz went to Cancun while millions of Texans were without power and water. Look, folks, I know I'm going to hear a lot of little actuallys in the mentions for even bringing this up. I don't give a shit. The Ted Cruz went to Cancun. That's not the point. It's not your choices, I judge. It's always the hypocrisy. And this is a leader, leader, who has called out other leaders for golfing and taking vacations in the middle of anything major or some kind of crisis going on in their state or their country. So you live by that sword, you die by that sword, Ted Cruz. And on top of all of this, he then manages to lie about it and throw his daughters under the bus in justifying this little jaunt down to Cancun. Yesterday, my daughters asked if they could take a trip. Heidi and I agreed, so I flew down with them last night. It's just unbelievable to me how the people who are pundits, mostly, around in this ecosystem, and the people like these leaders, in this case Ted Cruz, who are like, I didn't do anything, and then they're all defending him, which is disgusting. Same with Cuomo, people defending him. Just tripping over themselves when if it was somebody from the opposite team, you would obviously be taking them to task, holding them accountable, and calling them out for their stupid decision with horrible fucking optics in the middle of a crisis. I don't know why this is hard. It's just so stupid Mm -hmm. to me because it's like, this is a career politician. How do you not understand? He's so selfish that he wanted to go to Cancun badly enough. He didn't understand how bad it would look for him. Or you don't care. Or you either take a private jet. (laughs) Or take a private jet. Yeah. Think of the optics and just be like, I don't need to take a PJ. He still would have been called out for being in Cancun. But take a private jet. (laughs) I agree with that. Don't go to Cancun in the middle of a crisis. This is like politics 101. I'm offended by his stupidity. That's the thing, though. You're either stupid, you don't care, or you're both. Uh Which generally, it's both. And I feel that way about most of the pundits and most everyone. It's shamelessness. Mm -hmm. So you you actually don't give a shit. Or you live in such a bubble that everyone around you is just like, 
no one's telling you this might not look good. Like optics is everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just a lack of not caring. And then people are like, well, what is he supposed to do? He couldn't have like been out there fixing the grid. No, don't do anything. Don't go to fucking Can- Cancun. Right. Or do what like AOC, who I'm a huge critic of, raised $5 million for the people in need. Beto is on a phone calling olds, making right. sure that they were alive. Right. Find something to do. Make a speech. Uh- in, your, in in front of a disaster area. I don't care. This, is, this is what politicians do. Even he, Trump threw paper towels. Go <laughs> shake some hands for some people who bring some water to someone. Like. Throw some fucking water bottles at the people in need. I don't care. And don't then, go to Cancun. And the argument to that is like, well, I don't. I like my politicians who are just my politicians who aren't lying to me. I'm like that is not better. You're basically making the argument that these people are you. Useless. That's not a better argument. It's ridiculous. Be a leader. Be a leader. That's what you're hired to do. Not jaunt off to Cancun in the middle of a disaster. The people defending them were just equally enshrouded in their own bubbles as well, too. I was like, wow, this is all just like people who don't have any concept of what it's like to be on the end of one of these disasters and then see your local representatives flying it's like i think um iowa hawk said it best he's like do i expect my leaders to be miserable and cold and suffering if i am yes yes as a matter of fact i do Everyone- and then ted cruz made a f-ing joke about it at cpac orlando is awesome it's not as nice as cancun children literally froze to death yeah and Ugh. olds and olds and and olds i just can hate everybody honestly i want out of this space i want out mark my words right now i'm not lying for this space because i can think everybody in it is a sociopath and a deranged lunatic who has no credibility no leadership and doesn't actually give a shit about any of the things that they purport to give a shit about no principles no consistency and no sense of what is right or wrong i fucking hate everybody Um, Not you, watchers, viewers. And then Gavin Newsom continues to face increased calls for his recall. Embattled governor of California is fighting for his political life, and he is being attacked by all sides are mad at him. The teachers unions are mad because he's trying to open schools. The conservatives are mad because he's just a shit job politician, corrupt, douchebag with slimy hair and cheater. (laughs) And I just only wanted to bring him up so that you guys could get those signatures in. The recall Gavin Newsom effort is still going for two more weeks. So don't be a procrastinator and slack. Get those signatures. Get your neighbors to sign. Sign inside the inside the box so that it counts. If you're in California, just get this get this done. At least give him a run for his money. Wish Gavin would take a plane to Cancun. Mm. Gavin would take a private jet. He would yeah, know better. He knows better. <laughs> Moron. Moron! Moron! All of them are morons! Okay, and in California, California continues to have its priorities in order. <laughs> yes. Because it's introducing a bill that would fine retailers with separate boys and girls sections for products and apparel in order to promote a genderless child shopping experience. <laughs> Can you yes. hear the eye roll in my voice? <laughs> This is what really matters, not our rising homelessness because all of L.A. looks like a homeless encampment right now, not rising crime, homicide rates are out of control. What really matters is that children have a genderless shopping experience and stores that aren't even open. 
I suppose this is better than 57 different sections in a store. <laughs> Got him. Like one toy each in each section. <laughs> Where do you belong in the 57 genders? I belong in all of them. <laughs> He's mad. He's, He's mad, mad like me. He's got his anger. I didn't realize eyes. how mad I was. I'm not optimistic. But you know what I am optimistic about? My underwear. <laughs> I like they, the red. I love the red. It pops. It's my color. It's uh-huh. my power color. Sheath is our sponsor this week. We love Sheath so much. And by the way, I wore Sheath underwear the entire time I was traveling on all of my long haul 10 to 12 hour flights. And traveling undies are usually very uncomfortable. And these are the most breathable, comfortable underwear I've ever worn traveling. And I've done a lot of traveling. This was all I wore the entire trip. They have the men's version too. And that's important to talk about because they were created by an Iraq war veteran to keep his parts dry in the desert heat. And so it has a little pouch, a little zen pouch. It's a simple yet elegant design. You put your little balls in there and it keeps it from sticking against your leg. Something I never had to think about. But men do have to think about these things. And according to my husband, this is like the revolutionary underwear he never knew he needed and wears all the time. Use the promo code DUMPSTER for 20% off at sheathunderwear.com. Link in the description below. You guys, they really are the best. Get them before they sell out because they've been selling out fast. Then we have cool science All right, Mars. NASA Perseverance touches down on Mars. Uh, This was just an inspiring moment. It was inspiring to see how many women were partaking in this. There's just a lot of enthusiasm. It was really great to see just something exciting. It is really amazing milestone, and I feel like we're one step closer to getting Elon home. (laughs) And then I will be free of my nemesis. Then we have Get Wrecked, Big Tech. Ugh, all I have to say is we f***ing called it. Nevada bill would allow tech companies to create governments. This is so f***ed up. Yeah, it's like it, it, we called it. It is extraterritorialities that are basically ruled by large corporations or little tech archipelagos. It is dystopian science fiction that Gibson wrote all about. So we're headed right for it. Seems awesome. It's just going to be like the Vatican, only it'll be BLM sponsored by Apple. (laughs) I am not living in Microsoft. (laughs) Sam, once you get the vaccines, Microsoft will be living in you. (laughs) (laughs) Agenda 2030. Okay, and then we have proof we're living in a simulation. Boston Dynamics is surprised that their creepy dog spot could be used for evil. And yet another thing we called, I don't understand how this was not obvious to Boston Dynamics. This is totally like those tech people who are like, we're just trying to make something great. And then it turns into like some horrible. Yeah, this is every science fiction story ever. Yeah, this collective group of meme spin, I guess they call themselves like meme spinning pranksters, art collective, mischief, as they call themselves. They did this art installation called Spots rampage and it was spot the dog and he had a paintball gun and they were letting other people use remote control the dog with the paintball and it was also to try and point out that you know these things are probably going to be armed with weapons someday 
And then Boston Dynamics came out and said, oh no, this isn't what we want. We want to create things that are nice and fun and inspire delight and positively impact society. I'm like, come on. Everyone knows these things are going to be have guns on them in like one or two years right they were like we never use them to intimidate i'm like you made something that uh-huh. is like a creature of nightmares <laughs> what are you walking around about? singapore being like six feet six I gu- feet i guarantee that they have some kind of contract with like the def- you know department of defense yeah <laughs> like, there's no way people aren't looking at these things and thinking, you know, that would make a good delivery dog. They're like, how can I use this in war? And then there was a video of one of the spots trying to walk up a hill of dirt. And Better Fetacy was joking that we always say, arm yourself with sand, but in a pinch, you can use dirt because this thing was really struggling. It proves my point. So build a bunker on a giant dirt pile. (laughs) Stockpile sand. It works, but it doesn't. (laughs) We still need sandbags back here. We do need sand. All right. And then we have Get Wrecked China. (laughs) U.S. officials asked China not to subject staff to COVID-19 anal swab tests. China continues to be a pain in the ass. I want to know the people who did get subjected to it because obviously some people did in order for them to say, hey, why are you anally swabbing our diplomats? Right. (laughs) Can you please stop? And then China was like, oh, we're sorry. That was uh, a mistake. Yeah. Whoops. We stuck a swab up your diplomats ass to tell them who's in charge. I bet it's the way they keep their whole population in (laughs) in control. I feel like this is just China just trolling the WHO to see how soon they get in line and they're telling the world we all need anal swabs. It's the only way to find out if we have coronavirus or not. Imagine just like trying to get that test (laughs) rapid in a (laughs) drive-thru. Turn around. into a pharmacy. Okay, drop your pants. (laughs) God. No one gets paid enough for that. Oh, literally uh, that. Before we move on, get wrecked, China. (laughs) What is happening? In a tweet that has now been deleted, World Economic Forum posted a video that said lockdowns are quietly improving cities around the world. Agenda 2030. Agenda 2030. (laughs) They deleted because they were like, whoops, we said the quiet part out loud. And that quiet part is billions of you are going to need to go (laughs) in order for us to be able to measure the seismic earthquakes. (laughs) Like what? It was the creepiest video. It's just scenes of empty cities, which is creepy and dystopian. Mm -hmm. And planes that are grounded and factories where no one's working and they were like look at how great this is like again how out of touch are you with the average human being clearly there's a a very big gap that you don't know what's been going on with people who have lost their jobs lost their grandmas don't have been locked up lost their friends to addiction lost all kinds of things that you're like oh this is great we don't have any fucking restaurants left in L.A., but see, we can hear the sound of it, the seismic earthquakes we couldn't hear before. You know what else I can hear? The sound of my growling stomach because <laughs> I'm starving. <laughs> Canceled. Canceled. What was the music for The Mandalorian? I can't think of it. 
I always fell asleep. Everybody does. Gina Carano was canceled by Disney. She lost her role in The Mandalorian, and her talent agency also dropped her. Ben Shapiro and The Daily Wire then picked her up for a movie deal. I mean, if we can be honest, they probably fired her for bad acting. (laughs) (laughs) Not a great show. No snap. Mediocre acting. I don't know. It is kind of bullshit, though. She got canceled for comparing something to... The Holocaust, and if we're gonna go canceling everybody in Hollywood by those standards, we're only gonna be left with Adam Sandler movies. Mm-hmm. Literally, everyone in Hollywood made some comparison to Trump as literally Hitler. I I don't know a single person who really didn't. So I just feel like we need to apply the standards equally, which we all know that are not applied equally. So she got canceled, and now she's gonna direct a movie, which she better be a good director, but. I, I applaud the Daily Wire for trying to make some content because I always say conservatives should just make content instead of being so reactive. But they always have to label everything conservative content. Like, just make stuff. Right. Just make a show. Make right. our show that doesn't have any kind of message politically whatsoever. It's just a show. Just make it. But it always has to be like conservative content. Uh, I'm wondering what uh, Disney exec Gina refused to sleep with that led them to fire her. <laughs> I'm also bored with talking about cancel culture. Yeah. It's very boring to me. Well, then let's move on to Never Woke Enough. Mr. Potato Head will now become gender neutral. Hasbro has rebranded it, but kept the gendered extensions. Mr. Potato Head is the original trans icon. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. Swap out those parts indiscriminately. Swapping and taking body parts and swapping them. What's the problem here? I feel like they were the original toy that made us comfortable with all this stuff. <laughs> now it's like we got a rebrand. I mean, seriously, though, what a brilliant marketing ploy to just sell a bunch of toys to a, a bunch of idiots. <laughs> yeah. And they don't even need to change anything. They just like literally need to take the Mr. and Mrs. off. Yeah. And- but they're not even really taking it off. It's just potato head. But they're still going to be sold in there with their different. With their different stuff, but then how do you know which one you're getting? Is it just like a grab bag? <laughs> this is the next evolution. Maybe they, one comes with all the parts. You never really know what you're going to be getting, kids. That's the lesson. <laughs> it seems pretty rude that nobody asked either one of them whether they identified as non-binary. Maybe they are trans. Maybe they identify as not a potato. Maybe they identify as something else. Tomato? Yeah, Tomato. Maybe they identify as another root vegetable, perhaps a turnip. Mr. Potato Head is not having it. He's pretty pissed off. He's very got his angry eyes on. (laughs) They were saying we want all children to feel welcome in the Potato Head family. That's what Hasbro said. Uh, And I know, for one, that when I was a child, it was very important that I felt welcomed by the Potato Head family. (laughs) That was a critical part of my development. And so, Hasbro, I applaud you. Someone at New York Times got paid to write about this on top of it. This is just a a class that makes nothing that's creating stuff to write about. That's what all of this is. Mm -hmm. Wokeism and all the rules and all all of it. It's like a self-perpetuating people who got their degrees in gender studies need to create things to write about. It's like they're creating work for themselves. Creating problems to solve. Yeah, because they're not actually making anything else. Then we've got Sprain My Eyes. Madonna tweeted she was oppressed by the boot of the patriarchy. This is what we get for continuing to take Madonna seriously. We should have canceled her when she was 
in a rose petal bathtub during the early plague times. That's the thing about COVID-19. It doesn't care about how rich you are. It's the great equalizer. <laughs> Didn't we try? <laughs> we tried to. Dumpster like, fire tried like to cancel tried it. To. What happened to Madonna? Didn't she like completely use the patriarchy and blow the patriarchy <laughs> to ascend to the heights that she ascended to? But I feel like she was also like busted through a lot of taboos and like was really mm-hmm. very much a symbol of, you know. Yeah, but this is somebody who used their sexuality to get to the, you know, she's obviously playing into the victim culture now. Yeah. But I mean, before she used all of the. It's it's a little bit unfortunate. Yeah. This feels like early menopause. <laughs> you don't think Madonna's already gone through menopause? I think she's on the other side of it. <laughs> this is what happens. You just go crazy and you're not in your hot prime and now you're just a victim of the boot of the patriarchy. <laughs> Those milk baths aren't doing enough for you anymore. Hey, I'm on the other side of my hot it's prime. So I know where I stand. I'm cruising right towards menopause. <laughs> I'm just an old lady on YouTube, <laughs> and I can't make any it. promises that I won't be like, oh, the boot of the patriarchy is silencing me because I'm not hot anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the other thing. It's like the, again, complete lack of self-awareness. You're tweeting this from your, like, nine-figure bank account. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yes, you've clearly been depressed. What kind of oppression is that? I want in on it. Right. What about the women in freaking burkas? Why don't you worry about them, Madonna? Donate some money to women that are actually oppressed, not like some record label guy who doesn't want to work with you anymore. Uh-huh. I guarantee that's what happened. Yeah. We've got dumpster diving. What's next in the dumpster? <laughs> that's like a, it's a pretty weak, every time. weak feral fantasy right there. I know. Every I was time. trying to be an it's old jet lag. <laughs> Our old friend Yuri is back. Oh, God. He wants to see other robots, and apparently he did some sexual things with a chicken. I did not read this article. (laughs) I was hoping you wouldn't get that far, and it would just be a surprising read for you. (laughs) No, I saw the headline, but I didn't read the article. (laughs) He basically, it was was like a roast chicken, but not roasted. He He pulled off the skin and did some stuff with (laughs) suck his dick in between the skin. I'm not exactly sure what happened. Why are we giving this man attention? Because he Ah, Oh, he's wearing jean shorts. He's He's a never nude. He's a never nude. (laughs) Dozens of us. Dozens. I love that that's what's grossing you guys out right now. Not the fact that he hairy he is. A chicken. Raw I love chicken carcass. The on his image lap. caption is Yuri has done sexual things with a chicken. <laughs> we shouldn't be giving mental illness this much attention. No, we really shouldn't. We have elevated mental illness to In this. Form. Yeah. And we give it attention and we can't help a rubberneck. Kim and Kanye are getting divorced. Uh, it's the end of an era. Saw that coming. Yeah, we called that one too. They milked that one for all it was worth, and they have some kids, and I'm sure those kids are going to be massively fucked up, and I wish them all well. <laughs> then we've got Lady Gaga's dog walker was shot, and her dogs disappeared, but then the dogs were found. Police are investigating whether it was like a targeted attack. I heard that it, that he kind of fought, and like one of them, one of the dogs got away, 
And I I was laughing because I was like, that poor guy was probably more afraid of Lady Gaga than he was of getting shot. <laughs> That's He's true. like, don't take these dogs. Do you know whose dogs these are? I she will literally like, fucking kill me. Sacrifice my life. They're like, exactly. Yeah. He's like, kill me, shoot me. I don't care. If you're going to take these dogs, you might as well kill me. <laughs> Then we have Breaking Bridget. Anyway. The Cartoon <laughs> Network wants us all to be racist. <laughs> I think it kind of does matter that I'm purple. But it definitely matters to me that I'm black. Because adding a fantasy race in there helps distract from the actual racism black people have to deal with. This video. Ugh. Conservatives were all over this and they're so cringe. I, I hate sometimes making fun of the same things that they make fun of because they make fun of it in a way that makes it seem like it's the end of times and the end of days. I don't care that kids are being taught about racism. I think it's good. I think that we were taught about it when we were growing up, although we were taught to just treat everybody like they were human and with dignity, no matter who they were, whether they were a purple alien or black or Asian or any anyone, just be nice and don't be a dick. Right. And this weird new version of anti-racism, which is really racism, judging everybody by the color of their skin and dividing everybody up into groups is a world that I don't really want to live in. I don't like that. This is chilling, terrifying, and it does feel like I don't see how this ends up well. Right. There's no good outcome here to dividing people up based on skin color. Tribes. It's, yeah. good, to, it's good to explore, okay, there's a history of how we've treated right. African Americans in this country, right. and there's she's not treated the same way as you, but let's move forward and try and forge something better together and not separate people based on the color of their skin. I felt like we were doing so well. We were. And now it feels like we are rapidly... step backwards. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, this stuff continues to break me and break my heart because it teaches kids on some level to be kind of suspicious of each other and to... It's groupifying people, you know? It's mm -hmm. just like... It turns another kid into other. Yeah, yeah, it's just not great. None of it's good. It's othering everyone. Yeah, it's... Uh, good luck. I don't know why I say that. Like, I'm not going to be here. Uh, <laughs> like, And thus, this is our last dumpster <laughs> Yeah, fire. Good luck I to all of you, folks, because I'm done. <laughs> As I mentioned earlier in this episode, I'm not long for this. <laughs> and by not long for this, I mean I'm signing off forever. Oh, we have some internet is glorious to cleanse your palate from that disturbing and creepy video you just saw. No. I'm going to follow back. Sheridan. All your ladies pop your thing like this. All your ladies pop your thing like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't quit, don't do it. Gonna do it. <laughs> News. You probably missed a bunch of our Walk-Ins Welcome podcast. Giannis Pappas and Tim Dillon with a special drop-in. Um, we also had Mark Normand and then a story hour and a extended check-in with me and my husband. My husband and, yeah, my husband and me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm a genius. Uh, I didn't go to college. Oh, I also had a spectator column called Now Make Me Rich. <laughs> that one was for you, dumpster fire folks. Yay. It's basically about how I hate trust fund kids. 
and why I have issues with people with money. It was mostly a journal entry. <laughs> like, Dear she diary. just copied her journal entry. <laughs> From when I was 14. <laughs> and added some GameStop stuff. And then I was like, here you go, guys. So if you would like to see the unedited version of this show, please subscribe to Fetacy.com. You can also see it on Patreon, our Patreon. You can get the unedited version a day before the edited version drops. That is on Fetacy.com. It's also an amazing community full of people who are posting about their dogs, their lives. We're doing workouts together. We're posting goals. We're helping each other through hard times and just laughing and being ourselves and not worrying too much about being judged for it. Go to BridgetFetacy.com for merch. Oh, and we have a special edition dumpster fire. This isn't it. There you yeah. go. Gangsta. We have a special edition. We're doing limited edition run of 100 of these red uh, version of this logo. Yeah, it's kind of an apocalyptic version. I yeah, love it. Yeah, I so love it cool. too. So we're only doing a limited run of that. BridgetFetacy.com for merch or beanies, all kinds of things. We'll be adding some more. I have a new t-shirt coming out this week, which I'm very excited about. I would like to thank you, listeners. Please donate to our PayPal if you don't subscribe. And if you love this content, tell your friends about it. That's really the best thing you can do. Touch my bells and buttons. Like, subscribe, and comment, and share. Lick my bells and buttons. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they will. Twist my bells and buttons. (laughs) Twist my bells and buttons. Oh, boy. Thank you to Better Fetacy for the research and the jokes. Please follow Better Fetacy on Twitter. They are better at Twitter than I am at being me. Thank you to Zen Pro Audio for this mic. We would not sound as good as we do without it. Thank you, Sheath. Our sponsor, sheathunderwear.com, 20% off. Use the code dumpster. And thank you, Maggie and Sam. Thank I just you, looked, at, I looked at, <laughs> at us oppositely as you think. We sit on the opposite. The jet lag is kicking. I've been up since four o'clock in the morning. Thank I'm you, so Bridget. Tired. We're Thank glad you, Bridget. you're back. Thank you, producers and editors and dog sitters. The triple best people. Yeah, triple threat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like so tired. Uh, that's it. I did it. I made it through. I'm back. I'm a little bit loopy. Everyone always thinks I'm drunk, but I'm just loopy on jet lag right now. This has been your dumpster fire for the month of February 2021. I'm Bridget Fetacy. Now make me rich. (laughs) He's so angry.